Hello, and welcome back to Harry Potter Movie Magic Time. This week, it's Deathly Hallows time. Part one and part two, we're combining it. Woo! Uh, one, one, one episode. One episode. One book, one episode. That's, well, that's the rule. That is the rule. That is the rule. Nothing but how many movies. Mm-mm. Uh, I am your host. It's it's not because we fell behind our schedule at all. No, no, that's, it's never. That's not why we're doing this. We are very organized here, always on time. We get yeah. things done when they happen. Mm-hmm. It's fine. This was always the plan. Always, always, always in the calendar, always in the schedule. When they released the movie, they knew, you know, 2021, 2022, there's going to be a podcast, HBO Max. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll end up doing this in one episode. <laughs> to, to, to be to be fair, the 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 plan was always mm-hmm. we were going to do two episodes this week, right? Mm-hmm. For both Deathly Hallows, yes. But um, yeah, it's just like a, it's like a lot to it do. Is a, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's you know. It's it, it all runs together in my head the two movies so you know yeah it's it's the D- D- Deathly Hallows double movie special exactly it's, that's what they that's what they call that's it that's what they call it it's on all of the packaging yeah of course oh hi I'm your host by the way Kenna joining me is Brandon how are you today Brandon yo uh you doing doing pretty good fantastic fantastic Uh-oh. uh so here we go you know what we're gonna jump right right into the the facts the the fun facts some statistics the facts and stats is we're gonna call it on the last episode of of the regular <laughs> movie series uh deathly house uh part one was released november 19th uh 2010 i wrote the wrong year for the second movie part two was released july 15th 2011 nice nice little nice little gap in there you know didn't leave them for too long, hanging for too long. Um, the the budget it was for both movies. They 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 filmed both movies together. So the combined budget was two hundred fifty million dollars. A lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. For the box office for the first movie, made nine hundred seventy seven million dollars. It was the third highest film of two thousand ten. Would you like to guess what the number one and number two were? Oh, 2010. Huh. What else was out in 2010? I I can't think of anything specifically that would have been out that year. Was this this Spider-Man? It was not. uh, I mean, there could have been, but it's not one or two if if one of them did come out then. What was one and two? One, two. Wait, give me two. Give me two. Give me two, and then I'll I'll try to guess one. Alice in Wonderland. Real okay. I did see that movie in theaters, but that movie kind of sucked. <laughs> Never seen. I'm sup- I'm sup- man. That that really did that well. Apparently, it, it it beat out Harry Potter. Beat out Harry Potter. Shocking. Ah, uh, so so this wasn't superhero movies weren't popping off big. Mm-mm. Not a superhero. Movie. So. 2010 Clash of the Titans did that do really well that year? Um, you know, close. Toy Story 3. 
but you know that came out in 2010 apparently i don't remember i mean i, I felt I like that it. came out when i was like the end of high school for me i was like the 2010 was like the middle huh yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't have guessed good old 2010 but apparently 2010 toy story 3 number one it oh, good for them good for them yeah exactly it was the third highest I me mean, the third highest most money and and I'm all scrolling, of them. I'm, sorry i'm scrolling through the 2010 movies uh-huh. um a lot of not good ones oh yeah give me give me some give me some of them um okay uh remember me remember that movie no you see remember me <laughs> i did not didn't see remember me um it's uh the end of the movie robert pattinson dies in 9 11 oh jeez. yeah <laughs> did not see that movie it's like the whole movie is like this like love story and, and like robert pattinson uh is like like he's disconnected from his dad who i think is pierce brosnan oh wow and at the end of the movie he's like finally gonna go reconcile with his dad and he goes to see him at work and he works at the twin towers oh my god and it's 9 11 <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. Oh, what a movie, gee. Yeah, what a twist. What a, what a twist. <laughs> um, you know what? Some good ones. The town came out that year. The Social Network. Love the Social Ooh, Network. Social Network's good. I have seen that. Um, Not- the Reef, one of those shark movies. Oh, sharks. Um, Devil, the uh, the the trapped in an elevator with the devil. That movie came out that year. Uh, but also True Grit. This is really both sides. I love True Grit. Whoa. So yeah, uh, a lot, a lot of stuff going on in 2010. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. You know, a lot of. Let me tell you what, 2010. Don't remember it, but yeah, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, Deathly Hallows Part One. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the better of the two. No. <laughs> so that was that was 2001. That 2010 was a bit weird. <laughs> 2010 was a year um it it did it had the biggest 2010 opening weekend making 330 million dollars a lot of money that makes sense uh it was nominated for two oscars best art direction and best visual effects uh it lost to alice in wonderland and uh inception respectively Um, okay well yeah definitely shouldn't beat inception for visual effects that movie's but like art direction wise i would say this has better art direction than um mm-hmm. it's it's just like uh alice in wonderland is more like in your face about uh, like mm-hmm. look at it isn't it is <laughs> look at all this look at how everything it's old tim burtony <laughs> uh yes of course good old timmy b uh like i said before it was filmed back to back uh the two movies uh they filmed february 19 2009 to june 12 2010 so about what like a year and a half a little less than um mm. they started filming before half-blood prince was even uh released in theaters as well so they just like they were getting her done you know yeah because well, like what was it? it was like a year and a half or about a year and a half to two years in between each of these movies before right. they really wanted to have this one get it one year next year it comes out boom mm-hmm. part one part two boom boom as and they they did um in so to go into some facts about deadly hollows part one i think i already mentioned that before anyway i don't guess um seven the the seven potter scene which it's that's my favorite chapter and my favorite scene in the mm-hmm. movie. Seven Horcruxes, seven Potters. Seven, of course, seven, 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 seven. Big number. Let me tell you what. 
Yeah, um, a lot, lot of sevens. A lot of sevens. Shout out to seven. It's Daniel The Rad- movie seven? <laughs> fun fact. Let me tell you a fun fact about the movie. Oh, the, okay. Maybe it was the writer or maybe the... I think it may have been the writer of seven went to the high school near me and like knew went to school with my principal in high school huh. in grade school. There you go. That's our clean theme. Him and uh, the singer from Poison, uh, Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels from Mechanicsburg. I was just listening to Poison today. Oh, that's neat. Good band, yeah. you know. Shout out to Poison. Not really. Got some songs, but as a band, not really. No. <laughs> know two songs that's right but it was, it was uh they have um one of their songs is in guitar hero 3 fun fact there's there's another fun fact for you it's talk dirty to me right mm-hmm. yeah yep played on scrubs oh yeah oh yeah played on scrubs yep. good yep. show scrubs good show good show seven potters seven, po- <laughs> seven potters daniel radcliffe uh counted over 90 takes for just that one shot of them like changing into the clothes or whatever. Um, 990, not over 90. I don't know if I said the over bit, but you know, a lot of takes, a lot of takes for that one shot. It was a lot of takes. It is, it's, he's at least doing different stuff. Right, and, exactly. You know, so he's not like, it's not like shooting an Aaron Sorkin movie or whatever where you're doing 90 takes of the same conversation. Mm-hmm, of course. Yeah, different, different, different things. Um, I got my my note. I, I the uh they do the Evil Dead shot in that um in that scene of you. Do you know what the Evil Dead shot is? Nope. It's um it's like you have the camera do like a full one eighty around oh. a thing, and it's usually for like a reveal, right? <gasps> so they do the um and this one this I mean it's not like a true Evil Dead shot like you can see where they cut it and stuff, mm-hmm. but yeah they do the um. It turns around. You're seeing everybody like taking the potions, start to transform, and then it goes yes. all the way around. And you know they do that same. It's like a that turnstile kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Ah. It's 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 done really good in this one. Um, yes. it's 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 fun to see like oh like it, you turn around and everybody's Harry Potter. That's Everyone's fun. Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. Man, I love Harry Potter. Uh, John Hurt, uh, who plays Ollivander, has the um longest gap between like reprisals of uh, nine years. He was wow. First movie. And then uh, seventh movie, so you know. Shout out to John Hurt, what shout a legend! Out. Shout out, you know. Never, never forget. Uh, yeah, no, never, never forget never John Hurt. Never forget, <laughs> Sir John Hurt. Um, and then Mephilda Hopkirk, who is the witch that Hermione turns into when they infiltrate the the Ministry, is played by Sophie Thompson, who is the sister of uh, Emma Thompson, who who plays Trelawney. And is in like oh. every other movie. So, it's kind of neat. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I never, I never noticed that before. It's fun, fun, fun facts, fun facts. And then switching over to Death Hills Part Two, um, that made uh one point three, th- hmm, one point three hundred forty-two billion dollars. Uh, a lot of money. Thirteenth highest grossing film ever. Yes, 
it 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 peaked at third, but yeah, it it has since since dropped. Yeah, I mean, because it came out in two thousand eleven. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers was the next year to be right. like, huh? That's cute. Yeah. Exactly. It was. I I read. It was like they had the highest opening weekend, and then ten months later, Avengers came out and and yeah. took that over. Uh, yeah, I, me- I remember it being like a really big deal at the time because it was like it was the two James Cameron movies, Titanic and uh, Avatar. And then it was Harry Potter. And it was like, wow, something finally almost got to Titanic. That's crazy. <laughs> and then it was like Avengers. It was like, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do this every couple of years. Right. <laughs> well, uh, our, uh, our time to shine. It- Although it, it actually was really impressive that I did it because um, getting to that in the amount of time it did was actually super impressive for um you know now now it's like a pretty common thing that happens but like um if you didn't know like the one of the reasons titanic was the highest grossing movie was it was in theaters for like an entire year oh i didn't realize that it was yeah it was there i think it's theatrical run was like 13 months or something where people just kept going back and watching it over and over again theaters just kept it in there like i remember my mom saying she went and saw like five times oh wow and then Avatar, Avatar was similar. Avatar was in theaters forever oh. just because people kept going back because they, you know, it's just like, oh my God, we haven't seen any, look at these goddamn tree people. <laughs> exactly. That's what that movie's, I don't know. I've never yeah. seen, Titanic, I've never seen Avatar. I know what Titanic's about, loosely. I have a general boat. idea of what that is, yeah. <laughs> Big boat. <laughs> Avatar, I've got no clue. You know, Avatar is worth watching once. One only once. Yeah, it's not a very good movie, oh, but okay. it's like it's like a visual spectacle. It's pretty cool. Oh, I heard no. um like the the place in Disney. I think it's like Pandora or whatever. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. I bet. Yeah, sounds sounds cool. Yeah, cool. Avatar, Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> uh, it was uh unsurprising. The highest made the most money out of all the Harry Potter movies. The highest grossing movie of 2011. It's the highest grossing Warner Brothers movie. And it is the ninth film to gross over uh, a billion dollars. Um, it had three Oscar nominations, which is the most out of uh, the, the, the series. For Best Art Direction, uh, Best Makeup, and Best Visual Effects, uh, it lost... Two of those to Hugo, and then the the uh, best makeup to Iron Lady, um, hmm. which I think is the yeah. Margaret Thatcher. I think is yeah, that movie? yeah, Meryl Streep. Pretty Meryl good Meryl movie. Streep. Never never seen it. <laughs> Shocking, I know. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Um, Hugo's really good too. I I have seen that movie. We watched in sixth yeah. grade. That that I is also movie. like visual effects wise. Yeah, that's mm. a that's a fantastic film. It's yes, very good movie. Go watch Hugo. Yeah, it kind of it kind of sucks that like you would like I know I know a lot of people are like expect when movies like this happen because of Lord of the Rings it's like an end of the series wrap up will give you a bunch of Oscars but like mm-hmm. I think uh, I don't know like like Lord of the Rings they did like three years. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the Fantastic Beast movies had won an Oscar for like best costume or whatever, but I think that's it. Of the first one, did I think? I think so, yeah. But yeah, that's, that's the only they got noms, but but no, yeah. only only one one. Yeah, they get those Baftas, those ones that oh, don't mean as much. That's true. The they and they they get Baftas because it's like it's like the the biggest boon to the British economy. <laughs> right. 
It's like, oh, all the British actors are in that one. Yeah, we better give those some some Baptists. May, may as well. Which, speaking of British actors, Kate Winslet was considered for Helena Ravenclaw, but her agent said no before they she like could even consider the role because. It was something along the lines of, like, all of the British actors are doing that. Kate Winslet isn't going to be one of them, though. So, um, they chose Kelly MacDonald instead. Hmm. Um, so, you know, Titanic, she was she was the woman in Titanic, right? You know? Yep. That, we call that a full circle around here, you know? Oh, man, she would have had second and third highest grossing movies of all time in 2011. <laughs> oh. That would have been something. Oh, dude. Put that on the resume, you know? It's, it's like Chris Pratt when you look at like the all-time grossing movies and Chris Pratt's on there like five times. <laughs> it's like, why? He's going to be on there again for Mario. Don't Just you wait. <laughs> That'll make money. Oh, yeah. People are going to go see Mario. People like Mario. Yeah. Um, people like Mario. People, people like Mario. The Draco Malfoy Tom Riddle hug um, in the one of the last scenes of the movie Completely improvised by by Raph Fiennes and uh, Tom Felton, who just looks awkward. It, it's genuine, uh, genuine <laughs> reaction, and that yeah, is weird. one of my favorite things. <laughs> the whole, I love that hook so much. It's what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final scene that they shot, uh, the trio that that was shot for all of the movies, uh, I should say was when they escaped from the Ministry of Magic. Um, and they celebrated by having a barbecue, a mariachi band, and uh, Rupert Grint, who had an ice cream truck, uh, served ice cream. So, you know, sounds like a good wrap-up. The escape from the Ministry was the last scene they shot? Yeah, that... For, every time I, I hear that, it always that surprises me. That seems so... Me. like. For practical reasons, that seems so weird because they have the ministry set from the last movie, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be the first thing you shoot? You would think, yeah. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Um, you know, it's the Harry Potter. That's way. so weird. Mm hmm. I wonder why. It's odd. Yeah, it's. Don't get it. Ooh, I've got. I've got a game for you. Okay. There are 13 actors and actresses who are in all eight movies. How many okay. do you think you can name? Uh, okay, so Daniel Radcliffe, mm -hmm. uh, Rupert Grant, Emma, um, uh, I'm blanking on her name right now. I don't know why. Emma Watson. Emma Watson, yeah. Um, um, so, Alan Rickman. Was Maggie Smith in Deathly Hallows Part 1? She was not. No. Okay. I didn't think so. Um, hmm. Uh, actor who plays Neville. Yep. Matthew Lewis. Okay. Um, Mrs. Weasley? Mm -mm. She, she no? was not in Goblet of Fire. Oh, come on. You can throw in Goblet of Fire. <laughs> I know, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, Fred and George? Yep. Okay. James and Oliver Phelps, shout out. Love them. They got a great um, podcast. 
I just learned about that podcast. Yeah, that seems neat. I might check it out. It's really good. I really like they've, it. They've got some good guests. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, go down the guest list. It's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. It's little nice little mixture of like Harry Potter and just other like, they have Ed Sheeran on at one point. It was like, they've got, they've, it, it's good. Good podcast. Come on the show. James and Oliver, <laughs> please. That'd be amazing. That'd be so cool. Uh, I'm having trouble thinking who else I don't have. Oh, uh, Draco, right? Yep, Tom Felton. Okay. Hagrid? Yep, Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane's such a cool name. It really is. Like, like He sounds like, like he was like a saxophone player in a jazz band, <laughs> but he's just like a big Irish guy. Big Irish guy. <laughs> he's so cool. I love him. Oh, man. Hmm. Who else? I've got nine. Mm-hmm. I need four more. Yep. Am I missing somebody like very obvious? Yes. <laughs> You're gonna have to tell me. I can't think of anybody else. Uh, Bonnie Wright, who plays Ginny. Um. She. Oh, she is in the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Murray. I, oh, sorry. I barely remember in most of these movies. <laughs> the third one, I can't remember a single scene she's in. <laughs> yeah, she's like barely in the third one. Um, Devin Murray, who plays Seamus Finnegan. Um, okay, see, so I thought I thought about Seamus, but I couldn't remember seeing him in Deathly Hallows Part One. Is he on the train? Uh, yeah, he's on the train. Yeah. I okay. Yeah, I thought about Seamus. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm gonna butcher her first name. Geraldine Somerville, who plays Lily Potter. Flashback scenes. Wait, in every movie? Yeah, I didn't believe it at first, but I I looked through her Wikipedia and her IMDb. Yeah, she's uncredited in Prisoner of Azkaban, but she's still technically in it. Huh. That's crazy. That shocked me. Um, Josh Herdman, who plays uh, Goyle. And uh, Warwick Davis, who plays Grip Hook and Flitwick. Uh, and the, that oh, okay. Uh, man, I always forget that he also plays Grip Hook. Mm-hmm. That gets me. Yeah, that got me. The... The, uh, the, the, the Lily Potter one seems fake. I don't know. <laughs> I It's it's questionable. <laughs> That's like when people tell you in Fight Club there's a Starbucks cup in every in every shot, and you're like, no way, no way. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna redo Harry Potter movie Magic Time and only look for Lily Potter. It's yeah, the Lily Watch, Nigel, <laughs> Nigel Watch, but Lily Potter Watch. Speaking of Nigel Watch, um, did you pinpoint Nigel in in, um, I, in these? I think I I definitely I think I got him for part two. Okay, I got. I'm pretty sure I saw him in part one. Okay, cool. I'm pretty sure he's on the train with everybody else. Okay, that's what I I would have assumed that as well. Um, yeah. It's hard to tell because he, he starting with like the last movie, he he looks a lot different. That's what I. It definitely turned like out he like, just doesn't look like a tiny little kid anymore. Exactly. I had to rewind. I was like, I think that's Nigel, because um, I think I think it's the one who like Neville's like Harry Potter's here, and then he goes over to the radio station. He's like, lightning has struck. I think I, I, I believe oh, that's Nigel. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, he 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 definitely just became more like the the cast of essentially extras for the the Hogwarts crew that you're they constantly it's like okay, shot of kids in a in a train car. We need to make sure you know that they're, they're Gryffindor people. Just p- put Nigel in there. <laughs> put Nigel, in Neville, there. Luna, Seamus, the, those guys. Get them in there. Exactly. Toss them in there. Um. So um, I, I've got I've got some questions to to bring about that I I, I had when okay. whilst watching when Hermione wipes her parents memories and they show the like her disappearing from all the photos yeah won't her parents notice the blank ones okay no so i got a lot of problems with this <laughs> right like one mm-hmm. why are you wiping their memories at all like what's the yeah. point like, like why it's they can still be traced back from hermione like <sighs> no yeah like yeah even like the snatchers don't know what, or the Death Eaters don't know that you wipe your parents' memories. They're still going to come after them, and when they do, it's going to be even worse because they're not going to know why it's happening. Right, exactly. It's going to be like the scariest. Ima- also, like, yeah. The, so, like, there's like weird pictures where it's just like there's obviously supposed to be a third person <laughs> in this picture. And it's just, why did we take this extremely awkwardly posed picture? That's weird. But like. She wiped her parents' memories. She didn't wipe everybody in the neighborhood. All their friends are going to remember that they had a kid. You're absolutely right. They're going to come over like, oh, how's Hermione doing? Who's that? <laughs> Your daughter. Like, in, in the book, Hermione's like, yeah, I sent them to Australia. Now they live in Australia as, like, door-to-door salespeople. This, this is like, how did they know to go to Australia? And then they did, it just doesn't happen in the movies, of course. But it's like, it's I don't get it. Okay. It's it. a totally it's they they it's they thought of the scene before like they thought of like the need for the scene. They were just right. like, oh, then Hermione's got a white that's super emotional moment, everybody's gonna talk about that. But it's like that was really stupid <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> it really is. You just uh <sighs> Is there like a reverse of the, the spell too? Like are they gonna be able to like Okay, the war's over in like three months so <laughs> so apparently hermione goes to australia and is like yo i'm your daughter and then i don't know like if they suddenly i can't remember if like they suddenly remember everything but like she does go and snag them from from australia i guess brings them back i don't really know okay. i don't know the logistics of of the memory charm i'm gonna be honest yeah it's it's really one of the most baffling things that happens in these movies because <laughs> it's it's so dumb. Right. Like, she could have just sent them away without wiping their memory. Like, it doesn't right. matter. The dangerous knowledge of Hermione is not the dangerous part of this. <laughs> right. It's the least dangerous part of this. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You could have, like, given them a thing to be able to, like, contact you if people come to attack them. <laughs> But now they're going to get attacked and they don't even know what's going on. They're going to be more terrified than they already would be. Like, ugh. And then in The Seven Potters, I, I mentioned before it's my favorite part of, of, of the movies in the book. But in, in the movie, Harry's, Hagrid's passed out or stunned or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Harry's just sort of directing the motorcycle. How does he know where to go? 
Like, I know he's flown technically to the Weasleys once before, but one, he wasn't doing it, and two, it was, you know, five years ago. So how does he know yeah, where what? to go? It's a good point. Magic, I guess. I don't know. I got I got a bigger gripe with that scene. Oh, I, I have a, I have a couple gripes with this scene. Okay, huh? okay. You go. Um, so, so they say, like, okay, uh, every Harry's going to have a protector, right? Mm-hmm. Except for the real Harry. <laughs> I know. They put him on the bike with Hagrid, the guy who can't do magic. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I... And then they take, they take like all their most experienced people and put them on other people. <laughs> other people. Uh, it, uh, it just... Mm. And we all like, know. Shouldn't Mad-Eye be the one? Well, I guess you don't because you, don't, you would expect Mad-Eye to be guarding Harry, right? So right, you want to yeah. like, like put Bill. Put Bill in charge. Put put him. It, it doesn't make sense. I've so by I guess this is more of a note than a gripe, but I found it interesting. So in the movie, they find out it's Harry because of Hedwig. In the book, though, they find out the real Harry because he casts Expelliarmus, and that's, like, his signature spell, and then that turns oh, into Oh, yeah, nobody thing. else cast that spell. Exactly. <laughs> it turns into this whole thing of, like, Lupin, like, like get angry with Harry, be like, you, you, can't, you can't cast that spell, I know it's you, it's your signature spell. And, like, that's how they figure it out or whatever. But no, it's like, Harry's like, I think it was Hedwig. Why wouldn't, but, like, why wouldn't the others have fake Hedwigs? Well, I don't because th- is he flying with head because in the movie he just lets Hedwig just, go in, and then in, Hedwig shows up to help him the, like the bird like in, like the bird is intervened to like save him. Let me in the book she falls out of the motorcycle. It's awful. <laughs> she, she's in her cage and the like the car. Oh my god, that's god. the stupidest way to kill a bird. <laughs> Killed a bird by having it fall. <laughs> like the, the sidecar gets like it comes off and like Harry's dangling, like the firebolt falls to the ground and Hedwig falls and he's only able to save his rucksack and it's That is so <laughs> stupid. I'm so glad the movies fixed that because if that happened in the movies, I would have walked out of the theater. It'd be the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> Um, why did they bring Mundungus to this? I don't know. So, okay, okay, this is a gripe. I didn't write this down, but I wrote, I wrote this down on my other note card, but I didn't put it in my official notes, but I still have a gripe about this. How they just, like, threw Mundungus in there. They didn't, because technically, Mundungus is introduced in the fifth book. And then he's sort of, like, his character is a bit more established. He's a thief, but he's still, like, in the order. He knows too much. Da-da-da-da-da. And then in here, there's, like, this Mundungus Fletcher. He's a thief, BT Dubs. Yeah. And then I've he- got... I'm mostly going to be talking about Death- Deathly Hallows Part 1 when we get into, like, the, the meat of it. Because I got... Yeah. That That's where most of my notes are as well. So much of this movie is, like, just... Okay, we really need to explain this thing to you super quick because uh, we didn't explain it earlier and it's actually super important now. Right! Yes! <laughs> And there's some things that happen that are just not explained at all. Like, for example, Ted... The, 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 the mirror? Or the, the, the whatever mirror, it is. The mirror is one. Um, 
Lupin in Tonks' relationship and how Tonks is pregnant and has a child. They never, they mention, they, they have, they reason. sort, in the, in the movies, they, they don't directly say it, but right. they've, they've mentioned, like, like they're together, um, in a couple of the movies. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But it's like, uh, and then she almost tells us. Uh, yeah, it's just, pregnant. they don't tell us, like, yeah, why, why we, why we care. Exactly. And then, like, we don't learn they have they have the child until definitely at the end of part two when Harry has the resurrection stone and Lupin's like, ah, oh, my son will know why I died. And then in the it, mm, mm, okay in the book, <laughs> I tell you the book, Lupin and Harry have a bit of a fall. They have a fight, not like a, a verbal fight when they're in grim old place because Lupin wants to go with the trio, but Harry's like, no, you have a son. You have to stay with your son, and then. Well, before they, like, get into the yelling match, Lupin asks Harry to be the Teddy's godfather. Um, mm. But it's, like, and then it's, like, there's a whole fall, not, like, a falling out, falling out, but, like, they're angry with each other. And, but then everything's fine. And then Lupin dies. Wait, so he's Teddy's godfather? Yes. I don't remember Teddy being in The Cursed Child. Uh, he, I don't remember. I know he's older, because he's... Oh. Okay, that makes that makes sense. He's he's mentioned at the in the epilogue in the book because he is making out with Bill and Fleur's daughter. In like someone um I think it was like Ron's kid Hugo was like Teddy and Vic, Vic, Victory are snogging in the whatever. It's like, oh shit. Okay, that 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 makes the yeah, timeline-wise, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, I don't because they talk about Harry's kids, I don't mention that he's got like a <laughs> an older kid. <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean that kind of I mean that kind of sucks for Harry's got to take care of a kid when he's like seventeen. Yeah, it's because I I think because Tonks's father Ted Tonks that we never learn about Tonks's parents, which is a shame because well, it's like it, Tonks is entirely there in these movies for the book. Like they don't mm-hmm. do anything with Tonks. Yes, but I, I, I understand Tonks is supposed to be a pretty cool character in the books and stuff. And like she's just there for the book audience exactly she's so cool but like her mother is bellatrix and narcissa malfoy's sister um isn't tonks a slytherin she's a hufflepuff hufflepuff okay in in the books there's there's one good slytherin that's in the order right think so that sounds i would have to look at a list i remember somebody complaining about that to me at some point because there's uh, in the books there's like one good slytherin that you hang out with and it's like oh yeah not all slytherins are bad it's not like it's not like this evil cult that just exists in the world (laughs) oh would it be i don't know if slughorn is technically in the order but uh, uh was he in the first order now I'm curious. Now I'm curious. Oh, He's on the picture. It's in my notebook. Let's see. Let's let's we're gonna we're gonna pull out the the notebook. I might have an order of the Phoenix page in here. Tell me, tell me something. Oh, it's here. um another uh one of the other Tonkses is uh, Slytherin. Okay. Okay. Andromeda. Oh, she. That's Tonks. her mother. Okay. That. Yeah. Duh. She yeah, she she's a Slytherin and she she's a good guy. That okay, I I completely overlooked because it's like it was such a big deal that Sirius was the only black that was a Gryffindor, so of course she would have to be a Slytherin. Okay, yes, okay, checks out. Everything's put back in my head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine. 
Um, and then Ted Tonks is Muggleborn. Ted Tonks. Ted, Ted Tonks. <laughs> is there is there like a Ted Tonks meme with Ted Tonks? I hope so. No, you gotta make that. That's good. <laughs> Ted Tonks. <laughs> Ted Tonks is a Muggleborn, and he goes on the run with Dean Thomas and Grip Hook. Which is why that Dean... That sounds like a dope movie. Why didn't we get that movie? I know! That sounds way cooler than Deathly Hallows Part 1. <laughs> it's so much better. Because Dean is... He's Muggleborn. And that's why he's not in the first uh, Deathly Hallows. He's not on the train or whatever. Because technically he's on the run. And then technically, he was supposed to be in Malfoy Manor with Luna and Ollivander. But somehow... I don't... He's there at Hogwarts at the end. I don't know how he got there. But he's hanging out. Uh, I mean the the movies never mention that he's Muggleborn, so they just like yeah, <laughs> skip over that part. Skipping over that, never mention he's a Muggleborn. He never mentioned he's a West Ham fan. You know, it's, yeah. it's his two personality traits. Um, and then oh no, I only had two questions. Okay, let me let me talk to you about some of my notes. Okay, I am flabbergasted. That we did not get a new mode of transportation during the Seven Potters scene. Um, I mean, we got Ooh, yeah. transportation mo- a, a new mode of transportation a little bit further along, but I felt like that we got. I feel like that would have been good, good time to implement something, but no. Um, we ended up getting toilet transportation when they go into the ministry. Um, is that? I mean, I guess it is. I was like, because. They got there with a phone booth last time, right? Yeah. Isn't that, I guess it's mm-hmm. similar, but slightly different. Yeah. I don't know, that's, that's the closest I could get to new, new transportation. Uh, unless I completely just forgot. Um, Umbridge? Because oh, I, still, I still got some stuff about the Seven Potters. Team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I, I, got, I got to get through this. Okay. So why can't they just apparate or flu powder or whatever to get there? Don't know. Because at first my mind goes to, oh, Harry cannot apparate because he has a trace on him, but he apparated in the sixth movie, in the sixth book. So obviously, eh, he can do it. Well, um, he can do it, but the, the trace is like they, they'll know where he's going, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So Okay. So here's the problem with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Problem. Is that, one, they go to the most obvious place that they could possibly go. Right? Okay. The place that everybody would expect them to go, the Weasley's house, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to with that. And then, they have a wedding two days later. Okay, okay. That everybody's invited to. Let me, let me tell you. Let me so why did we kill Mad-Eye to not let people know where Harry Potter was going to go if he's going to the place that everybody's going for a wedding? All right, let me, let me, let me tell you my thoughts. I'm a man is dead, McKenna. <laughs> Mad-Eye Moody arguably would have i i uh, one of the most interesting people i he should we should have got more background on moody um he okay so in the books <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna it's, in the books they go they each go to a different safe house so Her, hagrid and harry go to the tonks's residence um which is where we meet, like, Andromeda and our boy Ted Tonks at first, before he runs away. 
Um, and then they, I believe, use flu powder to get to the, the Weasleys. And, like, there's, like, different safe houses along the way. But, no, in the movie, like, everyone's going to the same place. The most predictable place, that is, of course, too. And then the wedding thing, in the books, <laughs> Harry has a disguise. He ha- he drinks, like, polyjuice potion and they play him off as, like, a brand... I think it's, like, Barry Weasley. He's just a random Weasley cousin. And it's because there's so many of them, no one's going to question it. Um, because, of course, like you said, everybody's invited to this wedding. So it's like... Why not put Harry in the disguise? But the movie... Uh, it's, it doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Yeah, it's... It's very sloppy, sloppy work they're doing here. It is. It's like, this movie has a lot of, like, there's a lot of going on, and we just gotta, like, we just gotta get through it, so Mm -hmm. just condense it down, even if it doesn't make sense. There's there's a lot of that going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Also, there was, this is another reference in the, in the, in the books that is now in the movie that we're supposed to know, but there's a Grendelo in Lupin's office the first time he went. No, there yes, wasn't. I know. <laughs> why would of all the things to put in the thing, why would you do that? Right. <laughs> like, what was the thing that wasn't in the movie? <laughs> that nobody would know except for you, Harry. Just, also, how how does Harry remember that? We we know that Harry is not the most observant person in the world. So how does he remember that? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's not Harry Potter. Lupin should know that that's fake Harry Potter if he knows that. <laughs> that was the test. <laughs> that was the test. <laughs> if you answer, you're a fake. <laughs> yeah, right. This makes sense. It's, it's bullshit. Um, I was like, Voldemort keeps trying to like use magic to kill Harry. Like, he's got him on the motorcycle. And, like, just... It's like strangle him. Right. There's so many... Shoot him with a gun. Right. There's so many other methods of yeah. It's... Oh, like like when you're you're flying by, <laughs> shoot him with a gun. Knock him off of the bike. Like he's out. Yeah. Here. Voldemort just has to watch a couple episodes of Dateline and Forensic Files, and he would have been fine. Like he just doesn't. Voldemort doesn't. He's, he's so stupid too. Why are the like? so dumb i don't get it (laughs) also i've got with fleur and bill weasley first off we get no explanation well we get an explanation of the bill weasley werewolf attack technically in the books that happens when the night dumbledore dies when the death eaters like infiltrate hogwarts grayback attacks bill and then Bill was at Hogwarts. They ordered the order came in to like protect the school or whatever. Um, mm. Some I don't know how they got it. You know, vanishing cabinet. Um, and then Fleur just pops up. She's just but remember this girl you played against in that that game in fourth year, Harry. She's back. Here she is, and she's gonna get married to Bill. Um. Because in the books, she, they introduce her in the beginning of the sixth book um, that Bill and Fleur met when Fleur was learning English 
at e- in Egypt with Gringotts, and then they fell for each other. And then originally the Weasleys hated her because she was overbearing and whatnot. And then Fleur, like, proclaimed her love to Bill even though he was, like, scarred by this werewolf attack. And then, uh, what's her name? Molly Weasley was like, oh, Fleur, you're so, you're amazing. You still love my son even though he's scratched up now. And then it's all happy and rainbows and butterflies. Um, save for the war, but, you know. Um... And that's how Fleur was introduced. And then she's like, here she is. Oh. Yeah. I can see why they cut that. Yeah, I, 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 I can too. Hear me out. I, just, I like the books too, too much. Oopsies. <laughs> this is good books. Just, uh, I, uh, uh, both of these movies, this is this one, the, the, the I think the... the bigger flaws in two, which I don't have a lot for, but um movies have a real big problem with killing people off screen. Yeah. And like not making the deaths like mean something for the mm-hmm. audience or like really matter. You just keep like Harry just keeps like walking in rooms and like like I'm mad I mad eye's dead now. Okay, we're never gonna talk about that again. Yep. <laughs> or you get to the Battle of Hogwarts, it's like, yeah, one of the Weasley twins is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Good, come. It's a good thing we spent no time on that. Okay, this is okay. Let me tell you what. I when got you're a, more likable characters. I got a gripe with Fred's death. Um, one Fred's death in general. You know what? Unnes- I Fred's my favorite character, so I mean unnecessary. Two. I I, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think killing one of the Weasley twins was necessary. No, it wasn't because like now it's. I actually don't. Most of the people who die in the Battle of Hogwarts, I actually think, is kind of unnecessary. Exactly. Like, uh, it just doesn't make sense. And then, I feel like she was trying to give like the story some more like gravitas, like oh, right. you f- characters you like aren't making out of this alive. You're gonna it, feel sad. It, and guess yeah, what? I don't. I did cry. <laughs> I do feel I th- sad. I I think they could have like made the deaths like matter more. Yeah. Um, like, with not Fred, a fan. With Fred's death in the books, it was. Um, cause Harry was there when, when Fred died. It was like when Percy had his redemption arc. Um, it, cause like Percy came back and was like, it was when like Pius Thickness, who was like the new minister of magic, they were like dueling. It was like Fred per- and Percy versus Pius. And Percy was like, by the way, minister, I'm handing this, consider this my resignation. Da-da. And then Fred was like, Percy, I don't think I've heard you joke in X amount of years. And then wall blows up and fred dies he's like the ghost of his last smile or whatever and it's it's heartbreaking um and then we of course get like the the like percy's like all better now um percy's not a jerk anymore but oh fred yeah you know killing a character should mean something and if especially in a long story where you get to like the characters a lot when one of them dies it's it should like mean something in the story mm-hmm. like it should be like for a reason or whatever and i mean obviously there, like, there's the opposite like sometimes there is uh something to be said about like you know just like like the wire just killing a character randomly in a scene that doesn't mean anything but like harry potter's not trying to make like a broader statement about <laughs> like the fragility of life or anything <laughs> um so it's like yeah, just killing your character like that, like, give them a really cool death mm-hmm. that 
I mean, like, don't just like we walk into a room and find out that a character we really liked is dead. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not good writing. No. Uh, not a fan. Yeah. Zero out of ten. Um, Umbridge is an unofficial Death Eater, right? Like. Uh, so is she being possessed by the Horcrux, or is oh, she? But, like, why did she get the Horcrux to begin with? Because it's, like, a weird snake necklace. Like, why was she right. into that snake necklace? That's not her aesthetic at all. Exactly. Exactly. Like, it doesn't make Unless, like, sense uh, does the Horcrux be able to, like, sense that she's evil and try to, like... I don't know. Is it Lord of the Rings or... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, the... The political stuff again in these movies is just really badly written. I wish they wouldn't do any of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just, okay, overnight, the whole government's racist. Everybody's cool with it. Nice. <laughs> Everything's, yeah. <laughs> I have in my notes. It's like, is like, by default, are wizards racist? Is that like it sure seems the so canon much. of this universe? Because like, yeah, nobody seems at all like the entire ministry is so, like overnight dedicated to... <laughs> racism against muggle borns and everybody's just cool with it yeah it, uh, like i like she's trying to like make you know allegories and like associations with world war ii and stuff pretty obviously and it's like it wasn't like that like that's not how it happened <laughs> <laughs> what um also harry ron and hermione a hundred percent should have absolutely been found out when they infiltrated them. Like I don't, I didn't, obviously I don't want them to be found out, but they, mm, mm, I, mm, they should have been found out just because. <sighs> okay, okay. Let me let me tell you about this. Let me let me tell you. Okay. okay. Yep. In the movie. First off, I don't like. The, with the Polyjuice Potion, it doesn't change the voice. In the books, it Yeah, does. I don't like that either. It's it like, like for film grammar reasons, I see why they decided to do it, mm -hmm. just so that the audience doesn't get lost with who's who. But, like, th there are other ways to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. It, uh -huh. And then, so first off, none of their voices matched, so that should have set off a red, a red was it, flag to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then they're also not acting like their counterparts like yeah they're really bad at like spy shit exactly like at least in the books they like planned this out for months and like had maps and stuff and like all the all these plans and this is just like the next day huh? like, we're going in the ministry i guess and then the when they are about to escape and the apologies potion is wearing off they're just like and then Ron is still technically Reg Catermole, and he's, like, kissing the wife, or the wife is kissing him or whatever. And Harry and Hermione, without the Polyjuice Potion, just standing in the middle of the crowded atrium. Yeah. Like, it's Harry. he's on all of the posters. Why he's, didn't... The, he's the most famous person in the world. Exactly. Like, <laughs> they should... Also, like, like, the plan doesn't really, like, they're just like, okay, Ron, go do something else, I guess. We don't <laughs> need you. Okay. Uh, I, mm. yeah. I, I don't. McKenna, let me tell you about a problem. 
with this first movie. This this is the big problem with this first movie. This is what we call an and then movie. Oh, okay. Do you know what an and then movie is? Um, I can know, but I can context. I think I know. Okay, so there's there's like a old trope i guess it's like a very common lesson you'll learn in writing like if you take a creating writing class you'll probably hear this like when you do your outline of a story mm-hmm. you want to be able to replace every time you use the phrase and then mm-hmm. with therefore or so oh. or because mm-hmm. which is like that makes all your plot threads connected it's not necessarily bad writing but just like lazy writing is mm-hmm. This happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. And that's what Deathly Hallows Part 1 is. It's just this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and none of it's connected, and you're not sure why anything is happening. Why is the sword in the water, McKenna? Okay. Why sword in the water? (laughs) Okay, okay. I've got grapes with this, too. Why? Tell me why sword in the water. Let <laughs> me tell you why sword in the water. There's no reason. Seems like uh now what I loved is his mom. I'm gonna make this more difficult for him still, because I still hate the dad. This is exactly what happened, you know? Um I don't I don't know. Like it doesn't it makes sense. And then how Harry goes about it makes even it doesn't. It makes sense or less sense, but not as much less sense as the sword, sword in the water. Um, I'd like to talk directly to Harry Potter. Right now, okay. I know he's listening. Uh, one. Why didn't you heat the water up? Like you're a wizard, you got fire. Just heat up the water. That's a great point. <laughs> Two. Why'd you take off almost every other article of clothing but the locket? Like. <laughs> Come on, dude. Why are they wearing the locket at all? I I have never from the first time I read the books, I have never understood. Like, just put it in the bag. Right? Just put it in the bag. Like, you're the uh we're like, Just go hide it somewhere and then teleport to where you need to go when it's there. It makes no sense. Like did she just like read Lord of the Rings in between <laughs> writing the book? Like, that's really cool. I want to do that. It just doesn't. Why? Uh, I don't get it. It just doesn't. Mm. It's. Hmm. <laughs> But for the, the definitely, I I remember Deathly Hallows Part One up actually being pretty good. The movie sucks. <laughs> it's a boring movie. It is okay. I yes, because nothing happens. Well, things happen, but like nothing. They're just camping in the woods. They're just, they're like they have no idea what to do next, where to look for next. They're just in the woods, camping. And yeah, like. <sighs> It's dumb that there's not like a plan or like a goal. No. Harry just takes off, just like, I'ma go do the thing. I'ma go. <laughs> exactly. It just doesn't It So I 
I, I do because the second one's a banger. The second movie rocks. The second movie's great. It really is. <laughs> First one. But yeah, part part one's boring as hell, man. It's not. No. Especially because like one of the, I think one of the worst things you could do in a situation like this is you have a world of all this dope magic mm -hmm. and you've like set up like oh yeah you can do all this crazy stuff with magic and then you decided what kind of story you need to have mm -hmm. and so suddenly you have to find all these ways to make it to where the characters can't use the magic mm -hmm. Just, uh, I don't I don't get it I really don't get it <laughs> um they never also they never explain how Voldemort's name has a taboo on it. Um, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Voldemort, Death Eaters, the Arrive, or whatever, the Snatchers. Like, they never, I mean, I guess you can sort of figure it out, but, like... It's a very classic trope. It's not exactly yeah. like a... It's, it's, it's pretty, like, calling him he who must not be named is kind of like a shorthand for explaining that away. Yeah, that's true. But like in all, let me tell let me tell you what happens in the books. How Harry just becomes a dick. <laughs> he so I believe it was after they visited Xenophilius Lovegood and they escaped the Death Eaters. And Harry gets upset with Ron and Hermione, I I assume. He gets upset and he says Voldemort's name on purpose. Um, even though he knows about the taboo, and then that's how they get whisked away at a Malfoy Manor. And it's like, dude. That's pretty dumb. It's so dumb. Like, we know you're stupid, Harry, but, like, that's <laughs> on another level. Yeah, that's, that's pretty dumb. <sighs> Just, uh... watch Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is way better about this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like specifically like the magic item corrupting somebody is like just so much better done. <laughs> um <laughs> Harry and Hermione can't dance. That's one of my notes. <laughs> They're so bad at dancing. So bad. So bad. <laughs> oh my god. That is god. Anytime Daniel Radcliffe has to be intimate with a woman in these movies <laughs> he is the most awkward person in the world chemistry uh, i read like one of the fact things on imdb was like uh the, the 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 how like many shots each of the kisses took because it was just so awkward between the actors and actresses like ron and hermione's was the shortest at six takes and i think like harry and cho's kiss was like over 30 because like it was just so <laughs> I believe that. I do too. He so bad. He is awkward around women, man. <laughs> he really is. Like Harry and Hermione dancing is second only to the open up you scene. <laughs> no. Because Jenny also manages to just be incredibly cringe. Duh, Jenny. Oh no. And, like, you take the two actors who just have the least amount of chemistry with anybody and they're supposed to be in a romantic relationship together. Uh, my, oh my gosh, I don't have it written down. But another of 
my favorite scenes line things is when Harry and Ginny are kissing in the kitchen and George comes in. Like, oh, that's so good. Morning. It's, oh, it's so good. I love ah, that scene. Yeah, they're, they're really charismatic actors. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love them so much. They're... Like, the, just the, the long setup of it. If you're watching him come in, <laughs> yes. seeing them posing, <laughs> waiting. Oh, but I... I'm t- I know like all of their scenes verbatim just because I've like s- watched like only their scenes on YouTube so many times because I love them so much. They're just oh my god, just diffusing them. the tension. Yes, <laughs> the apologies. Oh my god, it tastes like goblin bits. Thanks, Matt. Uh, oh, it's so good. Oh, that was moody, but yeah, oh, oh. that this whole interaction so good. They're so good. I have yeah. let, let me let me let me tell you about how much I love these characters. I've got a couple poster books and they have uh, uh, Fred and two Fred and George posters and they're hung up on my wall. They're one of the only posters I've taken out of those that, that poster book just cuz I, I wanted them one of them that and one of the Goblet of Fire trailer uh, posters, but you know, Fred and George shout out come on the show. On the show. Them. Fred and George. Fred and George. <sighs> Let me. I've got okay. So I talked directly to Harry earlier about the the, the sword thing. I want to talk directly to Hermione now. Okay. Penelope Clearwater. You chose she. All of the other women that you know you chose penelope she's another muggle-born she's going to be on the registry <laughs> granted she's a little less you know uh quote-unquote criminal than hermione is she's not you know directly associated with harry or whatever but like she's still a muggle-born and is still going to be on the muggle-born registry and will still be brought in for questioning okay okay so, so this leads into a question that i have so is the ministry just the British government? Apparently. It sure seems that way. So like when they're hiding, mm-hmm. why not just like go to France? I yeah, I don't know why they just stayed in one place. Because like I know at one point they're like Voldemort's an international wizard, but like is he you don't hear him like killing people and like and, like, regardless of if he's international or not, like, he's got Death Eaters in other places. It's true, yeah. They're not the government, and they don't have these weird cops that go around and try to catch people. Yeah. So just go to France whenever you're not sense. actively trying to find a Horcrux. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise, you're just hanging out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Does not make sense. They had, what, 196 other countries to choose from? And they're just yeah. like, I'm going to this forest. See what happens. Mm. It just doesn't... I don't... Uh, uh. It's weird that the movie, like, they only could, like, afford, like, one group of Snatchers. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, it's the same guys in every <laughs> single time. This is the same people, you know? Why not, you know? I I want to bring up how 
the okay i don't this is a book thing again like most of my gripes um so in the book when they go to godric's hollow and they're in Bethilda Bagshot's house and she turns into Nagini or whatever. Voldemort is there. Like, he he's not there there, but, like, he's... When he's, like, getting to the front door of the house is when Harry and Hermione escape. So that could have been wild. But, like, they, there's no mention of just how close Voldemort got in, in Godric's Hollow. And I think that would have added even more attention than there already was to that terrifying scene. Also, why'd they make Bethilda Bagshot turning into Nagini so terrifying? I don't get it. It's a little scary. I would have personally, like, if I was doing the script for this, or, like, directing it, I would have cut that scene, like, all together. Mm-hmm. Because, like, just makes Harry look really dumb. It does. It does. <laughs> like, this, this woman is obviously not somebody you want to be hanging out with. Right. Like, like- and, like, it doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> it's just we've gone a long time without an action beat, so I guess we need an action beat now. Except <laughs> this lady turn into a snake. Why not? There you go. Oh, God. This doesn't... <sighs> what else you got in your notes? You got anything else? I mean, let me tell you. I got, I got a couple more things. I got a couple more things. Let me go... Um, let's let's go. I'll, I'll give you a couple more gripes before we can go a little chronological. Um, the Wormtail death. How in the movie did he die? Because I rewinded that scene a couple times and I could not figure out how exactly they they killed Wormtail. Because they don't have a wand, or like Harry and Ron in, in the cellar do not have wand. Oh, it was Dobby. Never mind. I I got it now. <laughs> <laughs> but in the book <laughs> did they kill him i i mean i that was my assumption because he he dies in the books so in in the books um he died okay so let me, so in the books when he's getting harry and ron out of the cellar he has like a moment of hesitation where like you think he might help them but even though he goes and then he like goes against it but from that, like, that singular moment of hesitation, his hand, his silver hand goes against him and, like, strangles him to death because <laughs> when Voldemort... Because, yeah, it's, Vol- it's Voldemort's magic, right? Exactly, yeah. So, like, yeah. he dies by his own hand, but, like, in this, like, hell yeah, Dobby just... Yeah, I was I was confused when you were asking, like, how they kill him. I was, like, trying to think, like, did they kill him in the second movie? Because, yeah, I don't, I didn't get the impression that Dobby had killed him. Yeah, I think maybe in the... They just, like, knocked him out. Knocked him out, yeah. It's pretty cold to Dobby just be, like, murdering people. (laughs) This single singular... Because Harry won't fucking kill anybody, the idiot. I know, I... It's just... I don't... Other than Voldemort, I don't think he kills anybody. Well, he doesn't even kill Voldemort. Technically, Voldemort kills himself. Yeah, rebounding spell. Stupid. Oh... Does he technically kill Quirrell in the first movie? Is that is that the kind of? <laughs> is that Harry's kill? Because he does. Yeah, he, he touches Quirrell's face, and Quirrell like shrivels, dies. Yeah, yeah. But like that's 
he does technically kill him, mm-hmm. but he doesn't like murder him. Right, it's not like true. his fault, right? He yeah. just touched a guy. Right. It's Voldemort. It's like magic controlling him that mm-hmm. kills him. Good. But yeah, I, I I don't I don't like it when people are like shy to have their main characters like kill people in situations yeah. where it's like you're in a war, mm-hmm. like probably okay to kill some of these uh, wizards who are killing a bunch of people, <laughs> right? Exactly, we're trying to kill you, like yeah, it, it doesn't yeah, um, they like don't... nobody watches Die Hard and is like I, you know I wish that Bruce Willis wouldn't have killed so many people in that movie. <laughs> They does this come before? Okay, oh, let's let's do this right. Um, they don't explain. Hmm, the Voldemort defense against the dark arts thing, and like why Ravenclaw's diadem is where it is, because like yeah, they don't. She's just like, oh, dark. This is, he was doing dark magic, and it's in the room of requirement. Yeah. There's no like, why? It's like yeah, yeah. That sort of that 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 bugged me. Um. Also, why the hell is Cho Chang, Katie Bell, and Cormac McLaggen at Hogwarts as students? They're older than Harry. That always that has always bugged me. They're they're all a year older than Harry. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I guess they never make that explicit in the movies. No. Um, eh, Battle of Hogwarts, you know, everybody's got to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I want to give um, special shout outs to two of my favorite lines from, from part two. Um, one, when Filch is screaming about students out of bed, students in the corridor. Um, I enjoy saying that a lot in my house when uh, my sister is like wandering. I'm not saying wandering. Just in the hallway, just screwing students out of bed, you know, as as one does. And then also, uh, not my daughter, you bitch. That's just <laughs> fantastic from, from Molly Weasley. Yeah, everybody always loves that one. That's a good one. I watched that a few times, not gonna lie. Um, and then uh, my, my final note. Um, I... It's... It's... it's I hate when Harry, it's like right before Voldemort dies and Harry's just sort of like running through the halls and Voldemort's chasing him. I hate that so, it makes, like, it makes my stomach turn so bad. Why exactly? it's, It's like that's, like, because I'm, I'm such a jumpy person. And it's like, it almost feels like I'm running from Voldemort. And it's like, I, I hate it so much. I hate that scene. It's, uh, because Voldemort's so scary. <laughs> and he only gets scarier. But yeah, those, that, those are, those are my notes on, on the, the final installment of, of Harry Potter. Well, what, what you got? Um, I don't really have notes for it. There's not a lot, like, the thing is, it's just, like, a pure action movie. Like, it's just one set piece after another. Mm-hmm. That it's not, like, those aren't usually the kind of movies I'm super into. Because, mm-hmm. like, I enjoy action, I enjoy watching it. But, it, like, 
with these kind of movies where it's just like, yeah, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna ride some train cars and then they're gonna fly a dragon and like, just like the the CG of it. I'm not watching like somebody like do stunts or whatever. My brain kind of just like turns off. Right. So like, I don't got a lot of notes for it. It's a fun movie. It's super action packed. Um, well shot. Uh, all the actors doing a great job. Some really cool, really cool stuff in the movie. Like uh, the the scenes with Snape in it are really great. Um, uh, Neville pulling a sword out of a hat—that's pretty cool. Yes, yes. That always looks super badass. So good. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a cool movie. Ah. So is there, there's there's a lot of like maintenance in in the movie, <laughs> like explaining the the logistics of who is in control of the wand. That oh gets a little God. too complicated yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. The wand lore is very heavy. It's like it's never mentioned for most of the movies, and they're like, here's everything about wand you ever need to know. In like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, I didn't like that so much. No, it's not great. Because <laughs> um, it really is like a dump at the end of the movie. Because it doesn't matter because it's after he's killed Voldemort. Right. Yeah. And he's just like, actually, you know, he didn't actually control the wand because of this, this. It's like, dude, I don't fucking care. Yeah, you, you have the wand now. It's fine. Oh. It's the, uh, the old Daniel Bryan. Jesus, file that under who gives a shit. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I don't like how in the movie he breaks the wand and throws it over. Yeah, I don't like that either. It's very dumb. In the books, he repairs his wand and then, like, puts it back in Dumbledore's tomb. But it's like, in the movie, like, yeah, guess I don't need this anymore. Screw it. Bye. Yeah, like, he just, like, like snaps it. Right? He just snaps it. Like, oh, that's stupid. In the, in the span of, like, what? Less than... X amount of hours, he has lost two out of the three Deathly Hollows, and Lord knows where the invisibility cloak is because they never freaking use it. This is like Harry's master yeah. of death, but he's shitty master of death. Yeah, they don't like make a big deal out of being a master of death, and no. like, what does it mean? Right. It's... it's more like just like. It's like, oh yeah, like like yeah, that would make you a master of death. It's not like like a literal thing. Right, yeah. It's not... Um Weird Subway baby. <laughs> that thing's weird. <laughs> What's that about? Uh, what <laughs> I don't get it. Why do they do that? Yeah, I don't like that. Mm-mm. Why is Dumbledore hanging out in limbo? I don't know. That's a good question. It's I've always wondered that. We can't have all the people. It's Dumbledore just hanging out. Is it because he's like a bad person? Is he in purgatory? Maybe. That would make sense. The gross little baby Voldemort and Dumbledore. Does he have a horcrux? <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, my God. He's killed a lot of people. He could have a horcrux. He could. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, what if it's Phoenix with a horcrux? <gasps> could that... never kill that thing. Awesome. It had some more. Oh, my God. That Phoenix was always around him. 
Oh, dude. That should be... Yeah, this, I'm going to check the internet right now. Does somebody know why Dumbledore is in limbo? <laughs> why is Dumbledore there? What's he doing? Because we, we could start we could start some, some, some good <laughs> theories here, McKenna. We could. We could. This is where it all starts. Maybe that's what this uh, secret of uh, Dumbledore is going to be about. Yeah. What is he this? had some unfinished business to attend to, but he didn't want to return as a ghost. So Interesting. He... But like, how is he going to finish that business? I don't get it. Like, hmm. <laughs> I don't. Hmm. I also don't like how they glossed over the whole Dumbledore's family thing, like with Aberforth and Ariana. Yeah, that was weird. They just completely because like in the in the books we get like an obituary of Dumbledore, how like Harry finds out he has siblings, then he talks like Elphie's Doge and like he goes into more explanation and oh, all this stuff. <sighs> I don't I mean this is, we need we need the facts. We need the figures. It's Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> the Aberforth stuff is weird because it's a lot of just like, we're going to dump that on you. The, um, <laughs> the regular black stuff just fucking totally meaningless. <laughs> yeah, I... It's so meaningless that I completely forgot that this that happened in the movies and i i just well i say just watched it was two years ago now but like i i i like to think that i know a bit about harry potter i completely forgot that this was in the movie that like yeah i did too like it's just so like oh yeah r.a.b cool and then oh this wrap that up yeah (laughs) i guess we're done here and then they never have like how creature becomes like an actually like good house elf like yeah so, so is creature serving harry now because he's yes. heir to the black house right yeah he like inherits all of sirius's stuff so he's like he's creatures okay. master or whatever. yeah i was wondering about that because creature was like obeying him mm-hmm. yeah because then like one when, when creature tells them about regulus and stuff they give him the fake horcrux and like all of a sudden creatures like in love with them and like makes them dinner and all this stuff yeah because they don't they don't talk about uh how like regulus like turned against voldemort and tracked Mm -hmm. it down and then he took creature well because he used (laughs) it's the book has a bunch of dumb mechanics too about like (laughs) there's a whatever she can't just like do a thing she always has to like really go into details that are very dumb about how it happens where he's like well he wanted to set up the thing with all the zombie people that attacked them so he took an elf and he had an elf do it like we don't care nobody cares you're focusing you're focusing on details that don't matter Yeah, and then we never hear from about Regulus again. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things we do. It's just like, this thing happened. We think it might be a big deal. It's really not, because we never talk about it again. It's like, oh. Okay, cool. Great. Where the Resurrection Stone doesn't do more. 
yeah, that's... <sighs> yeah, the, like in these movies, like they, they keep talking about the Deathly Hallows, but it's like... Like, how is that going to help Voldemort at all in regards to his plan? Like, I get what, like, getting a powerful wand, that makes sense. But, like, what's he need a fucking invisibility cloak for? He's like, he's. A, a he doesn't have any dead loves one he wants to talk to. Right, he hates everybody. Like, he can already do, like, fancy magic. Like, he, I'm sure he can make himself invisible or whatever. Is there, like, is being a master of death, like, do something for you? I I don't know. Or is it just, like, he wants to call himself that? <laughs> just, he just wants it for the title. <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised. Voldemort has weird obsessions about things, and it's... Yeah. Not good. <laughs> I don't get it. Do you pretty think, good movie, though. It is pretty it good is, movie. It is pretty good. Do you have any theories on why you think Voldemort doesn't have a nose? So I've been told that making Horcruxes, like as you make more of them, like it starts to fuck you up. Yes. Okay. That that is that's that's my theory. Okay. I just I was just curious. I, I like yeah. hearing what people makes have them to more say snake-like. About it. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, as far as. Eh. He wants to be that way. He's Slytherin house. Yeah, and it's. I, I, it was interesting. Um, I read in one of the trivia things how the um, makeup people, like, the more Horcruxes that were destroyed, the more he, like, had sunken in eyes and, like, lesions on his body and everything. And, like, that was done mm. on purpose. But uh, I just thought that was cool. I mean, it's very that's, notable because cool. he gets smart. scarier. And it's yeah, not it does. good. And I had to watch it with the lights on because I was too scared <laughs> to watch it in the dark. Yeah, good movie. Yeah, really good movie. Don't like that there were spiders, but you know, other than that, good movie. Yeah. They scared me both times. Didn't need that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Not a fan, not a fan. Fan of the movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> like Harry Potter. Shout out to Harry Potter. Shout out to Harry Potter. Come on the show. It's the, it's the last it's the last one. The last the last of the, the books and the movies. It's oh all done. <laughs> Harry Potter movie magic time is done. But wait. Is it? No. Is it? No. Did well, you watch the reunion special yet? I, I did watch the reunion special. I watched it the night it came out. You, you want to give a quick little review? I haven't seen it, no. Um, very good. Um, very emotional. Um, lot. It, it's it's great. They talk a lot of behind the scenes stuff as well as like their feelings during that time and everything. And there's a lot of people in it, and they have all of the directors. Oh. Um, which I. It's not like what four. There's five? four. Uh, wait, one, two, three, four. Yeah, <laughs> but like I, I had no, I knew Chris Columbus was coming back, and I, I assumed David Yates was going to be there, but I didn't know. I didn't realize that Alfonso Cron and Mike Newell was going to be there. Um, Newell, Newell, Mike. Um, that was great, and then 
a bunch of the actors and actresses were back and it was is there enough to talk about that we can do an episode on it or is it just like i think we could i i have okay. notes on it um okay if we if we want to yeah i'm down for it <laughs> we will do an episode about yeah. it i was i was i was just wasn't sure because i was like if it's just like them talking about stuff what are we gonna talk about we gonna talk about them talking about stuff <laughs> <Them> talking about... <laughs> yes i i i i have, I have some notes um so I'm, I'm down but i also already have trivia about the uh the special itself so i mean interesting i'm, I'm prepared interesting. <laughs> if, right. if we're gonna do it all right i'll give it a watch yeah. do an episode Woohoo! harry potter movie magic time coming harry back potter movie right. magic time it's been renewed for one more episode <laughs> Woo! there you go there we go in terms of the movie movies that concludes harry potter movie magic time with deathly Hallows. or let, let us know what you want us to watch next since we're, we're wrapping up with harry potter you want to watch lord of the rings we'll watch lord of the rings what do you want <laughs> what do you want from us yes <laughs> yeah give us all the suggestions follow us on the twitter at hbo max hbo m-a-k-s uh, we won't yeah. respond if you if it's HBO M A X. Um, nope, that's not us. It's not us. <laughs> now, if uh, you want to see the tweets that I do while we're recording, yes. go check out HBO Max very, on on Twitter. It's a very fun surprise when I see my phone go off. It's like, oh, look at that! It's in real time. Um, Brandon, where where can the people find you on the internet? The people can find me at Aces Wild Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and people can find me on Twitter at PotterPants212 and then I'm on a few other shows if you want more of me for whatever reason there's a link in my bio for that um, but yeah so that concludes Harry Potter Movie Magic Time uh, yeah, thanks, thank you for listening bye